welcome to episode 35 of the Clean Simple Free podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Alexia Fox. All across the globe, we are all going through different life changes as we adjust to the new normal. While some of us are returning to work and readapting to old routines, others are still under a shelter in place order or self quarantining. Feeling isolated can really get us down or stress us out. We are social creatures, and feeling cooped up or lonely can have adverse effects on our mental health. So this week's episode will focus entirely on simple living strategies and habits. Whether you're returning to the daily grind, self-isolating, or just feeling a little down or stressed, this episode will have something in it for you. Stick around. Before we start, I'd like to point out that all of these strategies can work at any point in time, but right now, I feel they're particularly relevant. When listening to these tips, please keep your individual state laws in mind and incorporate safe practices to keep yourself and others healthy. You don't need to spend a lot of money or bring a bunch of new things into your home in order to create a sense of happiness and calm. A lot can be accomplished with very little. The easiest thing you can do is look to incorporate nature into your life more regularly. You can take a walk in your neighborhood, apartment complex, or local park. This doesn't have to be a run or an intense workout session unless you want it to be. Even a casual 10 to 20 minute walk will help boost your mood greatly. Breathe deeply and enjoy the plants, birds, and animals that you see around you. If you have a dog, bring your pup with you for longer walks instead of just taking your pet for a quick bathroom break. They'll appreciate the exercise and change of scenery as well. My dog Sushi loves going on frequent walks. She likes chasing birds and squirrels and just soaking up the sun, and it makes me happy to see her happy. Speaking of pets, take the time to interact and play with your pets more. Studies show that pet owners have lower stress levels and higher levels of oxytocin. Here's a quote from an article published in the Washington Post. The article is called, Your Dog Can Make You Feel Better, and Here's Why. Quote, Scientists believe that the major source of people's positive reaction to pets comes from oxytocin, a hormone whose many functions include stimulating social bonding, relaxation, and trust, and easing stress. Research has shown that when humans interact with dogs, oxytocin levels increase in both species, end quote. The same can be applied to cats or any other feathered, furry, or reptilian friends, so make sure to give them extra TLC at this time. It will make you both feel better. Another very quick tip is to open your windows. If the weather's nice, draw the blinds or curtains and get some fresh air circulating in the home. This will change the energy in your home or apartment, and it's a very easy way to let the outside in. If you live in a large city or near a high traffic area, you may even want to find a Spotify playlist of nature sounds or an app to simulate those sounds just to set a better mood and feel more in touch with nature. You could also purchase a plant or two. If these are plants that will flourish in your part of the world, you may consider getting a succulent or cactus. They're fairly easy to take care of, 
And that's coming from somebody who consistently does a terrible job of raising plants. Before purchasing, it may be helpful to spend some time researching what plants work for your city by finding out which plants are native to your climate. For example, I live in Austin, Texas, and many plant species that are native to central Texas are much more water efficient than non-native species. There are several plants that monarch butterflies benefit from that are also native to central Texas. These are all fun things you can research while inviting nature into your home, yard, or patio while still remaining sustainable. You can also accomplish a similar feeling with fake plants. There are so many amazing lookalikes that exist, so you can get that greenery feeling without the upkeep. You can also use driftwood, branches, shells, rocks, feathers, basically any natural element, and arrange them in vases or clear jars and start incorporating elements of the outdoors inside. I have a few jars of naturally found items like these displayed on my bookcases, and it just brings a small touch of the outdoors in. One last thought on the topic of nature. If you have the space, time, and desire to do so, you might consider gardening. A friend of mine has had so much fun taking pictures and videos of her little tomato plants that she potted and placed on her patio ledge. It's been extremely rewarding and relaxing for her to watch the development and growth of these plants from seedlings into homegrown organic cherry tomatoes. You don't have to till the soil and plant 10 different things in order to enjoy gardening. Even a small herb garden in a window box could be just what you need to relax and reap the benefits of such a simple but rewarding task. Let's switch gears and talk about socializing. I know that a lot of us are really missing our family and friends right now, so I cannot emphasize enough the importance of regularly keeping in contact. Most of my family lives out of state, and my nearest relative lives four and a half hours away from me. I mean, my best friend lives literally five minutes away, and it's been so hard to not be able to just run up and give her a big hug. Here are a few ways that you can keep in contact while still maintaining social distancing or just some generally good tips for keeping in contact with family members who live far away from you. Don't underestimate the power of a text. If you send a meme or a video that makes you think of your siblings or that you know your grandparents would find cute or interesting, that goes a long way to let the people you love let them know you're thinking of them. Even checking in with a, hey, I miss you, how are you holding up text? That can really work wonders to let the people you love know that you genuinely care about their well-being. Some kind of virtual face-to-face conversation should also be used during this time. Phone calls are important, but using FaceTime or a similar app can really help boost the spirits of everyone involved. If you know someone is missing you or you're missing them, Seeing each other's faces, even on a screen, just adds a personalized touch. On that same note, recently my fiancé and I had a social distance double date with my best friend and her fiancé. You can use Zoom, Skype, or your preferred app on your phone or computer to schedule a call with your friends. 
We had a blast having dinner, drinking, and playing games with our besties, all in a digital setting, and it really boosted all of our moods. Use the power of technology to your advantage during this time. It's time for a quick break to hear a word from the sponsor of this episode, but we'll be right back. And welcome back to episode 35. Now I'm going to talk about hobbies. Hobbies usually bring to mind stocking up on supplies or buying new materials, but in this example, I'm referring to the things you already own but typically don't have time for or don't make the time for. Begin reading the books or ebooks that you already have. Use the crochet supplies you already own or resume drawing in your sketchbooks. If these things make you happy and relax you, pick these interests up again and expand your mind or express your creativity through these activities while you decompress from stress. My next suggestion is to just get your body moving. A lot of gyms are still closed. However, you can get a pretty thorough workout through at-home techniques. You could purchase a yoga ball, free weights, and resistance bands at a relatively low cost and work up a nice little sweat from these basic at-home items. But there are plenty of other ways to work out. For example, I've recently reignited my love of dance as an outlet for exercise. Belly dancing was a passion I picked up in my late teens that I've rediscovered through sheltering in place. And there are plenty of helpful videos online to help guide you through whatever fitness regimen you choose. So take advantage of these resources and find out what kind of exercise works for you and what kind you enjoy the most. There are plenty of amazing yoga instructors, targeted body workouts, and pretty much any fitness style you can think of freely available online. Again, you can always take a walk or go for a jog. I don't do very well in extreme heat. It totally drains my energy. So with where I live, I basically avoid the sun at all costs unless I'm in a body of water. With this in mind, I tend to walk the longest early in the mornings or late at night. Find out what works best for you and embrace it. Let's talk about cooking. The homemade bread trend has been a big one. So if you've tried that, you're one step ahead of me. I've heard it's fairly simple, but it just strikes me as complicated because I'm not much of a baker at all. So I'm always just in awe of the pictures of freshly baked bread. If you typically order takeout or make prepackaged meals, it might be fun for you to designate one night a week as cooking night. If you are a meat eater, you can try starting Meatless Mondays and experiment with vegan or vegetarian recipes. If you are an avid cook or typically prepare the majority of your meals at home like I do, try out exploring new recipes or look up old family recipes and take a shot at those. I tend to get into a cooking rut, which is usually fine because my fiance and I are not picky eaters, but recycling the same 10 recipes does tend to get a bit stale after a while. During this time, I've cooked dishes recommended by my mother-in-law that have been quick, easy, and affordable, and I've added these to my repertoire. I've also made dishes that my mom, grandma, and dad used to make, 
And then I've proceeded to text photos to my family members, showing off my cooking creations. And again, that just is one more step to making me feel closer to my family. So it's dual purpose. There are also many three ingredient or five ingredient recipes found online that are not at all intimidating, and it can make you feel a sense of accomplishment and help you save money in the long run while also using up the produce and food in your fridge and freezer that would otherwise go to waste. Play around in the kitchen and you may develop a love for the simple pleasure of assembling ingredients into something useful and nourishing. Something you might want to try is practicing energy clearing techniques in your home. This is something I love to do, and it really refreshes my mindset. Cleansing the air in my home with ethically sourced sage or palo santo is something I do about once a week. Using smudge sticks makes your home smell amazing, and it just changes the energy in the air. If you live in a hot climate like me, you're probably already running the air conditioner full-time, And that air gets really stale after being recirculated so many times. So by using sage, incense, or candles, you can bring a fresh new scent into your home. I typically combine this with opening the windows, as I mentioned earlier, just to get the fresh air inside. This also works really well before or after meditating, which brings me to my next suggestion. If you haven't tried meditation, give it a shot. It may not be your thing, you may find it difficult to do at first, but meditation has been incredibly helpful for me personally. It's helped me to manage my anxiety and stress levels more effectively, and there are many apps and 5-10 to minute meditations freely available on YouTube to help get you started. I often fall asleep to guided sleep meditations, and it helps me just to sleep through the night more soundly. If you like, you can even listen to some of my meditations on the Clean Simple Free YouTube channel. I only have a few, but if you enjoy my voice on this podcast, you might enjoy my meditations. I would also recommend Michael Seeley. That's S-E-A-L-E-Y. He's really good. And also a group called The Honest Guys, And they both have excellent guided sleep meditations. At a time when every day feels like it just blends into the next one, it's important to take the time to focus on the things that make us feel happy, calm, and peaceful. So no matter which simple living habit you decide to focus on, begin doing, or pick up again, choose to prioritize whatever is going to make your days feel calmer and more fulfilling. That's going to conclude this week's episode. What habits or practices have helped you through this time? I'd love to know. Email me at clean.simple.free at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram at clean.simple.free. It may be shared in an upcoming episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It really helps me out a lot. Tune in next week for an interview with Rachel, the founder of Simple Switch, a sustainable shopping site that makes eco-friendly living easier. If you're interested in going green, this is an interview that you won't want to miss. 
See you next week. And remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free.